0: It's Bailey and James and welcome back to not,
1: not your, your mother's, mother's
0: podcast. podcast I feel like every we' in all of our inches we're like two yeah not yeah how are
1: how are you doing? How's your weekend going so far?
0: um it's a pretty successful weekend, I guess
1: I'd, I'd say so too. yeah, yeah. did a lot of cleaning, which is good. I did not. It's fine
0: um. It's Halloween today.
1: It is Halloween. Ooh, happy Halloween! So, oh,
0: you, we uh, we were talking about on our last post how it was like a Halloween special. Mm-hmm. Actually, this is the Halloween special. This
1: is yeah. It's yeah.
0: a more of a spookier topic. Right. It's on Halloween, although it's probably not gonna go up until later in the week.
1: hmm Whatever. No- November fourth, I think. Yeah. So, whenever you whenever you guys hear this, uh, we are wishing you a happy belated Halloween.
0: Yeah, I hope everybody had fun. Had yeah. had had safe. Adv- huh?
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's one thing we didn't get to do.
0: Um,
1: we talked about going to like um, the thirteenth floor and shit. Yeah.
0: Yeah. We were all about it at the beginning of the month, mm-hmm. but at le- we went to Scream Hollow, so yes. we did something.
1: Right. Yeah, um. and then we went to a, a a spirit Halloween store. Those are always fun.
0: Oh yeah, I went to a couple of them. Yeah. Yeah, those are yeah i always spend too much money in that store (laughs) shit i don't actually need
1: yes although you you did get a good uh not a good like a really cool alien skeleton yes
0: which is now hanging in my office and when i got back from being gone somebody had put a mask on it (laughs) (laughs) it's so cute though that's funny it's staying up all year round um, so I don't think we have any announcements.
1: Not right. <laughs> just like...
0: Yeah, so we don't really have much business to talk about. Check out our merch. Subscribe. <laughs> come, um, come see us at our show.
1: Oh, right. Um, so I guess we should just...
0: Hop right into it. What are you going to be talking about today? Today I'm going to be talking about poltergeists. Nice. Nice. This is a James exclusive episode. His uh his his story is pretty long, so I'm just going to read some some ghost stories that are not mine. I found them just to tie into his. Right. So so this should be pretty interesting. I know. It's going to be fun. I know nothing about this. You know anything? I mean, I've heard stories and stuff, but I don't know what makes a poltergeist a poltergeist. So I'm, I'm pretty excited. Well, what a good segue allow me to enlighten you
1: okay okay so first of all i'd like to uh um ask you off the top of your head what do you think a poltergeist is the
0: movie you think of the movie i think of the movie and then i think of the poltergeist ride at six flags oh that's a that's such a fun ride it's my favorite it was my first roller coaster Mm,
1: i think mine too no i take that back the goliath was all right so poltergeist the word polter poltergeists actually um originates from the german language okay. polter meaning um well actually i'll get into that later but poltergeist in um you know the german tongue is noisy spirit or loud ghost activity typically starts uh in relatively minor occurrences you know, such as, like, unexplained noises, objects being moved around and or destroyed. Like, you could, like, set your phone down somewhere and then it, like, be moved somewhere, like, where you did not leave it. Like, you could set it on the island and you'll find it on the couch. For Yeah, you know? Mm. And, like, nobody else touched it. Mm. Poltergeists, in most cases, are short-lived, lasting up for a few months. Though there have been instances where a poltergeist has affected someone's life for years.
0: Okay.
1: Um, I could not imagine. Yeah, no. I could hear, you know, I could just sense something in my room and I'm just like, nope. And I immediately like sage that bitch. I could not imagine living with something for more than a day, you know? Yeah. So there are a lot of ideas of what poltergeist might be. Some believe that poltergeist manifests from constant negative emotions, such as stress, anger, fear, anxiety, depression, um, but for like a constant length of time. does that make sense like a constant period of time okay um this theory is called spontaneous recurring psychokinesis the term psychokinesis was derived by henry holt in 1914 in his book on um excuse me the the cosmic relations he used this term due to its greek interpretation psyche which translates to a few words actually mind soul spirit and breath um and kinesis meaning motion and movement
0: okay okay
1: Parapsychologist J.B. Ryan actually used this term himself after, you know, um, <clears throat> Henry Holt um, developed.
0: <laughs> I like how you mask your fuck up with a nice little. <clears throat> okay.
1: <laughs> That's a good tr- my allergies are acting up and we are in a very tight space.
0: We're in my closet.
1: Yeah, we're in Bailey's closet, you know.
0: Hoping the sound would be better in here.
1: Right. Well. Eventually, we'll get microphones. This is still young. We're just still trying to fill it out.
0: It's our baby. Just leave us alone.
1: Yeah. Well, anyway, J.B. Ryan used this term himself to describe the ability to consciously or even subconsciously influence external events in somebody's environment without the use of physical energy. So, kind of like telekinesis, uh-huh. but just a more scientific name for
0: it. Cool. So, you know how you said that they ca- they come with, like, a long period of, like, Depression, just negative, like negative emotions, negative yes. energy, negative emotions. So you know how I lived in that haunted house when, when my daughter was a baby?
1: Oh my God. Yes. I
0: don't think that it was actually haunted. I think it was a poltergeist. And I've been thinking about that because it was like, we were in a really, really bad place. Mm hmm. And it was just the whole, I mean, every day it was something ugly and something bad. And I don't, I, I think that whatever was happening was coming from us. It could be. And it wasn't the, the place. Now, I mean, it could have been the place because the house next door is a whole fucking story in itself. Which, yeah. which our house was just the garage of that house. But but I think a lot of it was um, our own fault.
1: Yeah, the, the, the who knows, there might have actually been spirits in there too. But they were like feeding off of that. you know?
0: Yeah, I yeah. did watch my phone fly across the kitchen
1: are you serious
0: yeah dad was there too we were sitting on the couch in the living room we were watching something i had my phone sitting on the counter like on the edge where i had not the edge the edge counter like the last little section and i watched it slip from the middle of the the counter onto the floor and then i also watched a bottle fly off the drying rack at one point point. and we would come in on our cabinets how have you not told me about this? i have i've told you this story so many times i don't think you have yeah that's not something I seem
1: like I would forget.
0: Oh, well, maybe you just weren't listening to me. <laughs> no, oh I feel God. like I tell this story all the time. Maybe no. I maybe I just wasn't telling you. But yeah, and then um the our cabinets in our in our kitchen like our pantry cabinets See, I would this. open up.
1: Yeah, I remember you telling me that.
0: Yeah, and, and yeah, in footsteps, I could hear people walking up and down the hallway while I was trying to sleep. It was fucking scary, bro. Oh. And I had a newborn. I was like, what do I yeah. do?
1: Yeah. Oh, that's so strange. I know. Um so Damn, I don't even feel like this is an appropriate time to switch back to the... Do it. Okay. It's it's, it's poltergeist. In
0: 1943,
1: J.B. Ryan held experiments for psychokinesis. Um, Dice were thrown, rolled down an incline. Subjects were advised to desire consciously and concentratedly. I really struggled saying that. You know, I was like kind of rehearsing just for that word before (laughs) we started this because I was fucking it up. Anyway, um... Consciously and concentratedly, that the resulting combinations of faces would total eight or more. Much like Project Stargate, the longer the attempt to physically, infu- to psychically influence the dice, the lower the results scored. So, I don't know if you're familiar with Project Star- Stargate. Mm. Um, that was when the government were using psychics for, um, I guess, like an advantage. Okay. Um,
0: Always as looking I go- for that advantage. Huh? So they're always looking for that
1: advantage yeah yeah but i think they started that because of the russians i think the russians were using psychics too but they were using them for like remote viewing and shit um and the longer they found that the longer they had them you know practicing remote viewing uh-huh. the um the worse the results got so they would do it in short spurts and, okay
0: interesting
1: yeah. so after this short experimental sessions were then held the results of 562 runs, uh, which is just another um, word for sessions. Okay. B- runs, oh, I even wrote that down.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> like I said, the results of 500, 562 runs of 12 throws were recorded. Chance expectancy of success would be five hits per run. The overall average was. Five point fifty three with a critical ratio of seven point fifty. The results are explained as due to the psychokinetic effects of mind over matter. The subjects influence the fall of the dice without any aid of recognized physical contact with them. Now I am curious to see what it would have been like if like what the results would have been like if they just threw the dice regularly with no mental you know, if it was just like a game of chance, you know. So I'm
0: I'm a little confused. What? they were they were rolling the dice down an incline,
1: yeah, like down an incline,
0: right, and what were the what were the psychics psychics supposed to be doing?
1: They were supposed to be concentrating on the dice and willing them to roll onto a side of eight or more
0: oh yeah. okay, yeah. okay,
1: so if we take these tests uh, as proof of psychokinesis, then it would be theoretically possible that our emotions could have some sort of psychic impact on um our paranormal phenomena
0: okay and so he did all of this trying to collect data proving that our minds do have an effect on something and it's not just completely by chance
1: right right um but more of like a um like you're trying to will it with your mind right um i feel like in, you know if we're talking about poltergeist though that's more of like a subconscious thing with like you know emotions yeah. it's a little bit different because they're not willing it you know yeah Though this is interesting, I feel like most people who are enduring stress and negative emotion would be experiencing similar instances more often in their lives. You know, I, um, I'm actually curious to see if, if people were having more paranormal experiment, experiments, experiences when the pandemic hit or not. Okay. But, you know, I didn't look into that, although I probably should have.
0: Yeah, I don't know how much information you'd be able to collect off of that right now. It's still pretty new. Yeah, yeah. Huh.
1: So another theory of poltergeists is that they could be caused by adolescent children going through puberty. Whoa. So the term for somebody who's unknowingly the cause of paranormal activity is called an agent. The reason preteen poltergeist agents cause the activity is due to the change in hormones, vocal cords, body shape, and hair growth. And I listed those out because if we look at this through a spiritual lens, we could see that during this period of time, the human body is going through an energetic shift. There's a lot of energetic changes and energetic expansions going on. Mm -hmm. Not to mention a shift in the brain's thought processes and the desire for independence. That's like a whole thing in itself.
0: Yeah. What if there are no ghosts? It's just all poltergeists
1: like we're just all we're just <laughs> all
0: just so fucked up I and mean, they're just like coming out the woodworks because of our brains <laughs> we're and just shit.
1: manifesting yeah
0: well if you think about it a lot of people who are affected with the paranormal they have a rockier past than than the next person you know what i mean mm-hmm. like i don't i don't know
1: you know but then i don't know though because that's an interesting theory
0: mm-hmm. but the
1: story that i'm going to tell might like influence that okay um I, you know, you and I also had a deep conversation about, like, how, you know, going through traumatic events Mm -hmm. can kind of desensitize you to picking up on certain energies. That is true. So, personally, I feel this is more plausible, especially if the child is more in tune energetically.
0: Fucking nailed that.
1: Thank you. Yeah. (laughs) That primal psychic energy is, you know, growing and expanding. Some psychics say that if this is the cause of activity, proper grounding techniques and or psychic protection can be taught to the child to diminish the activity. Uh, Once the right tools have been learned, an energetic clearing may be good use due to the remaining residual energy. It is also possible for spirits to be attracted to the home of a poltergeist agent because of the amount of energy being emitted. Got it. So there's also speculation that poltergeists are spirits of the dead. This has been proposed because in cases such as these, there have been inklings of a singular separate unseen consciousness that is responsible for all of the unexplained happenings.
0: Wait, they just, you just said that poltergeist is a spirit of the dead?
1: It could be a spirit of the dead.
0: So, like a ghost? Yes,
1: but they don't like to be called ghosts.
0: Is that disrespectful?
1: mm I just feel like spirit is more of like a proper term, but that's
0: just me, you know. Okay, oh shit, maybe that's why they're so, um, worked up in my room, because I call them ghosties. Yep. Yeah.
1: oh (laughs) i think it's fun so i found a story that kind of coincides with this theory but i'm gonna talk i want to bring up a couple points at the end of the story okay so this was written by stephen wagner he posted this on liveabout.com january 11th 2019 this is called the thornton health poltergeist there were two stories that had the exact same name but this is there was one in 1939 this is one in 1970 okay So, in the 1970s, in Thornton Health, England, a family was tormented by a poltergeist phenomena that started on one August night when they were awoken in the middle of the night by a blaring bedside radio that had somehow turned itself on. This radio station had turned itself on to a foreign radio station, which was odd.
0: Who I would hate that. Isn't
1: that disgusting?
0: I would hate that.
1: I would just stand there, like deer in the headlights, and then just you know, mm. defecate on my
0: <laughs> okay. Not me. I would the closest thing to me would be beating the shit out of that radio. Oh,
1: oh. So this was actually the beginning of a string of events that lasted nearly four years for this Ooh. family. I didn't get the family's names. I couldn't find them, their ages, how many children they have. Um but from what I from what I've gathered, it is a husband and a wife and their son. Okay. A lampshade was pe- repeatedly knocked to the floor by Unaided hands during the Christmas season of nineteen seventy two an ornament was thrown across the room, smashing into the husband's forehead.
0: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> isn't that fucked up? yeah, it's rude,
1: yeah, very rude now, I don't know if this is this dude's actual name, but haunted Croydon, who attended the celebration, reported, and I quote as he flopped into the armchair, the Christmas tree began to shake violently when the new year came there was there were footsteps in the bedroom when there was nobody there. One night, the couple's son awoke to find a man in an old-fashioned dress, staring threateningly at him. The family's fear grew when, as they were entertaining friends one night, there was a loud knocking at the front door. The living room room door was then flung open and all of the lights came on. What? Every single light in the house came on. But I kind of want to talk about this man, this grown-ass man in a grown woman's dress.
0: He It was old-fashioned?
1: It was an old-fashioned dress. Now, I'm not familiar with terms from the 70s, but I'm pr- pretty sure that, like, dress kind of, like, became more, um...
0: Like a, broad like a f- worm f- for... Worm? Like,
1: yeah, like, uh... Word. Yeah. You know, but I feel like that was more in the 50s when... But, like, in the 70s, I feel like it was more feminine. You dress. know, dress. The, well, I mean, people can dress. say,
0: like... He was in his... No, that's Sunday best. Yeah. But dress, like, like a, it's just like a term for clothes.
1: Okay, well... I
0: don't know. I think I know where you're going with that. The
1: way that I read it, I imagined a grown-ass man in, like, a pink dress with, like, flowers on it.
0: Oh, I imagined him in, like, a muumuu. Like a woman's <laughs> muumuu. Like a fucking
1: maid outfit.
0: No, you don't know what a muumuu is? No, I
1: know what a muumuu is. It's, like, one of those um dresses that go straight down
0: it's like a it's just like a nightgown yeah 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 big and flowy
1: (laughs) i'm sorry i just keep imagining like fucking chest hair just busting out of the top part
0: (laughs) (laughs) do you like my pretty dress
1: (laughs) and if that's your thing we're not kink shaming no way you know fucking own that shit but
0: I wouldn't be a kink i mean it might be a kink you never know it might
1: be uh having the house blessed failed to rid the house of the phenomena objects flew through the air loud noises were heard and the family would sometimes hear the noise suggested like some large piece of furniture being crashed down to the floor (gasps) when they went to investigate nothing would be disturbed
0: oh that's weird yeah that's really weird
1: A medium who was consulted told the family that the house was haunted by a farmer by the name of Chatterton, who considered the family trespassers on his property. An investigation bore out the fact that Chatterton had indeed lived in that house in the mid-18th century.
0: So Chatterton put on his his deceased wife's moo-moo and was like, maybe this, (laughs) maybe they're homophobic.
1: Shoo them out, yeah. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, but she makes an appearance. She does. Right now. Chatterton's wife now joined in the causing the mayhem and often the tenant's wife who would be followed up the stairs at night by an elderly gray haired woman wearing a pin a pinafore not sure what that is and with her hair tied back in a bun
0: is a pinafore a term for a man's dress (laughs) (laughs) I'll look it up I love it so a pinafore is a sleeveless garment worn as an apron they may be worn as decorative garment, or as a protective apron. Meow, used to wear pinafores. Oh, she, those little. Well, maybe they're. Maybe not. Maybe collars. But oh, okay. She, a lot of the collars in pictures, she put them on herself, like. So she it's something them. that
1: goes over the clothes.
0: It's like an apron. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well,
1: I like to imagine her just wearing the pinafore.
0: <laughs> oh, oh, no. That's what I was
1: picturing.
0: Ew. Okay.
1: Got some, we got a kinky family. The Chattertons were a kinky bunch. Kinky bunch. From oh. the story.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> if looked at, she would disappear back into the shadows. The family was reported seeing the farmer appear on their television screens. Oh, this is weird. Wearing a black jacket with a wide pointed lapels, a high neck shirt and a waisted, <clears throat> excuse me, and black crabbit. I okay. don't know where he got wasted from.
0: Waste? Oh, he probably was. No, okay, was he in the screen, like yes. he was on TV and they were viewing him? Or mm-hmm. would they just see him through the reflection?
1: No, I think it was, like, on the TV.
0: Like... Whoa. Like, yeah. he was putting on his own show. Yeah. <gasps> shit!
1: Yeah. that That's, like, some... The, like, the ring? Is that what it's called, the movie?
0: Uh-huh. Yeah,
1: that's some, like, ring shit.
0: Okay. It lapels. It's lapel, and they're folded flaps of cloth that go in the over front the of the jacket.
1: Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's what I. Oh thought.
0: yeah, it's like the it's like the collar for your chest. Oh. Oh. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. I'm yeah. Learning all kinds of shit today.
1: Hell yeah, man! So after the family moved out of the house, the poltergeist activity completely stopped. Um, nobody who's lived there since has reported any subsequent activity.
0: So they clung to them.
1: Subsequent. I, I think I worded that wrong. The subsequent residents have reported no paranormal activity.
0: Okay. So they only wanted to get the other family out?
1: This is, this is where I wanted to bring those points up. Okay. So the first point I wanted to make was the family had a son. Okay. And he was clearly young enough for, you know, him to be living with the family. The activity just stopped when the family moved out. So personally, I feel that the son was a poltergeist agent in this scenario. I feel that the mom and dad were more logically-minded people. You know, granted, this was the 70s. You know, the spirituality was still on the fringe. Um,
0: Everybody was smoking weed.
1: You know, I just feel like they just... Yeah, pretty much, (laughs) pretty much. Um, I just feel like that this couple just wanted to look the other way. Their son was clearly tuned in because he was able to see the spirit of the farmer with his physical eyes.
0: Okay. So do you think that when the ornament hit the dad in the face, w wh- what if him and the son got into an argument like earlier that day, and he was like "fuck my dad"? Or it could be,
1: yeah, yeah. Or it could be like, um, you know, the dad wasn't seeing his son, so mm. that was like symbolic in a in a sense. You know, he threw it at his face, like Look open at me, your bitch. eyes, yeah. So the other reason I feel that the parents tried to brush the activity under the carpet was because of the amount of time they stayed there. Now, I don't know their circumstances, like if they couldn't afford to make the move, if there was a job holding the father or the mother back. I just feel like the husband was, this is my house kind of guy, and the wife was kind of, you know, it is what it is.
0: Whatever you say, honey.
1: So um, that's pretty much what I have on Poltergeist. Now I wanted to talk about... (laughs) Why'd you look at me like that?
0: Because bitch, you had like eight pages.
1: That was it. Yes, I write big. Okay. Personally, I feel like you should go about the removal of any spirit um, through the you know through your belief systems. Okay. Faith is a really powerful thing,
0: mm-hmm. right?
1: So I feel like you know going down that avenue would be your best bet. Okay. I even wrote down you know different ways to go about this through belief systems.
0: Okay.
1: If you're a religious person. <clears throat> person do what you can you know pray speak to the spirit talk to a pastor a priest if things get a little bit out of control have the house blessed um if you're more on the spiritual side cleansing using smoke clown sound clearing i can't talk dude Mm -hmm. visualizations um you know claim your house really speak to it uh, speak to the spirit and or consult a medium for advice and or clearings because sometimes they do offer those type of services.
0: Speak to the spirit as in telling it to leave. Yeah. Not yeah. as in, hey man, how is your day going? Because then they're gonna be like, oh, he sees me, he acknowledges me, I'm gonna stick around.
1: Right, and I'll I'll get into like the why to do that after. Okay. After. If you or your significant other or you're both not comfortable you know um say if like you're agnostic you don't really believe in anything mm-hmm. uh or what's the term atheist? atheist if you're an atheist you don't really believe anything um you can talk to a paranormal team i mean you are already experi experiencing this type of phenomena might as well you know get to the Trial science avenues. side. right yeah i feel like paranormal investigation team would be your best bet because they know the science behind it they have things that uh, measure electronic waves and shit Mm -hmm. Um, plus I feel like you know paranormal investigation teams typically do work with mediums Mm -hmm. and you know if this logical person is uh, kind of you know hesitant to go down that avenue because you know of doubt or something maybe seeing that other like-minded logical people being comfortable enough to talk to mediums it might open them up to it a little bit more
0: yeah
1: um but you know it's it's the same in every scenario you have to talk to the spirit and tell it like look this is my house Mm -hmm. you know um yeah i mean you are literally flesh and blood flesh blood and spirit like you are a part of two different worlds in one body so you have more dominion than the spirit does yes yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it. I really went through that very fast.
0: That was really interesting, though.
1: Yeah, you think? Yeah,
0: oh, well. that was really cool.
1: I appreciate that. Thank I didn't you.
0: know the difference between a poltergeist and a, just a normal
1: spirit. Yeah.
0: Um, Cool.
1: And if I'm wrong, please, you know, email me. We're learning. Yeah, we're learning. Um, I'm not a professional, so...
0: Every topic that we um, research, is it's just that we're researching. Yeah. We're not experts on it. So. Right.
1: Most of this is stuff that I found on the internet, plus of like what I, what I kind of feel. So anyway, you, you have some paranormal stories to share with us?
0: I have two Reddit stories oh, cool. to read now. Okay, so my first one is by Chippy Nug, and it was posted a year ago, and it's titled I Think There's Something in My House. Ooh. yeah my girlfriend and i recently moved into a house together about three months ago we have several roommates as we were in school and working all of us ranging between 19 and 22 years of age we got the basement room naturally as we were the last to move in and like most basement rooms the unfinished look gave way to creepy vibes first yeah. things first mm-hmm. the room is about 10 feet by eight ish and for some reason it has a stone fireplace on the far wall This fireplace has been repainted over the years, and in the middle, there is a shrine-like cutout with two mermaid statuettes mounted. I got right. It sounds really neat. I got a kick out of it. I've always liked eccentric eccentric things, but my opinion changed as I further explored the room. Upon moving in my stuff, I realized that the staircase had an obvious man-made cutout with the door that barely fit the opening. My roommate said they'd never opened it, so naturally, I decided to see what was inside. I opened the door only to reveal a molded pillow nested in dust. That's the only thing that was in the crawl space. That's gross. I know. That's so gross. Okay, I have a question. What? Would you leave it in there or would you throw it out? (laughs) (laughs) I forget to
1: wash my Tupperware. I would probably, like, set it down and just forget it was there.
0: Mm, No, I would throw that bitch away. But that might start something, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, it looked like it had been there for a very long time, I'm sure. I decided to cover up the door with my TV stand, out of sight, out of mind. The days went by as we filled the room with our belongings, and after a while, we noticed writings on the wall. It was childlike, unintelligible, and messy. We noticed numbers counting 1 through 8 beside our bed on the wall, right where we lay our heads. Kind of freaked us out, but we had heard that the family before had like seven children living here. Here's the thing about that family. We had been told that they were from, they were new to the country, And they naturally held different cultural beliefs. They had used our sunroom to skin and prepare squirrels. Only thing, as far as we know, which seemed weird considering we live in such a populated area filled with grocery stores and markets. That is so strange. It's kind of gross. Yeah. In your sunroom? I mean, to each his own. But still. Do it in the backyard. (laughs) Come on. We didn't think anything of it. Until my girlfriend was laying down at night and heard and felt someone almost scream in the form of a whisper say, Michael! Oh. Obviously freaked, we discussed it and couldn't connect it back to anything. Since then, the activity had calmed down until we mentioned it to our roommates at dinner one night. This is when things got incredibly weird. One of our roommates got visibly uncomfortable and asked us not to fuck around about this. And we, when we told him we weren't, he continued to tell us that he had been almost followed by an entity his entire life who is to be believed, to be named Michael?
1: Um, no, that's something you should fucking tell your your roommates before you move in. I
0: know how rude of him. I know. I like, what fucking lady? Ain't no fucking lady in <laughs> <laughs> yeah. here. He said that it was a name that he had not that he had noticed written in random places in his previous childhood home. Now we were pretty convinced he had brought something into the house yeah. or at least added to something that was already here. Kick his ass out. Right? Or I le- Michael go stay with your homie yeah. Stay out of the basement We don't know you <laughs> This roommate was with our other roommate And since this they have broken up Leading to the breakup The whole house was very negative Tensions were high and he eventually moved out Upon leaving the activity had spiked significantly The cat and dog had been acting strange Barely eating Whining constantly and barking at nothing Following all of this I had heard a scratchy noise coming from our closet area that persisted for about an hour. It didn't sound like anything in the walls, but like someone slightly scraping the surface of the wall with long, drawn-out scratches. Oh, that
1: is so rude. I'm gonna do it. Gross. Ew. Gross.
0: Just last night, in fact, I had woken to hearing someone walking around in our studio. It was like a lumbering, heavy-footed, almost stumbling walk. It became (laughs) good try. I I forget we're on carpet. (laughs) It became more real when I heard it brush up against a desk or whatever it brushed up against, like it was a literal physical object. I was paralyzed with fear when I saw a glow illuminate my studio equipment, and saw the glow create shadows along the wall. I can't remember if I fell asleep as it was happening or if, I ended, or if it ended and I fell asleep, but either way, I am convinced that something is in my house. My girlfriend and I decided to do some web surfing about this kind of activity when discussing our findings. The hallway outside our door was filled with rustling and sounds of movement that gradually ended with a bursting sound against the door. I can't tell if it's a positive or negative energy, but all I know is that it is not human any feedback is welcome and encouraged and so are any solutions
1: yeah kick kick fucking the dude who brought michael in out
0: <laughs> he did he was a boyfriend and 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 he was gone but then the stuff still persisted after he that, and, well in the story it said that it got worse when he left so i don't know maybe michael whoever michael was was like a positive spirit and it was like keeping the other spirits down and then once he left the other spirits were like hell yeah we can roam free again
1: yeah it could be that fucking pillow too it
0: could be the pillow could be something attached to the pillow yeah i don't know and i don't know if that was a poltergeist or not but
1: well still it's still just as freaky you know like like uh, that pillow must have been exposed to water which is why it molded so i wonder what i wonder what happened there
0: well it was in a crawl space yeah so it could have just been like natural
1: Um, why would why would it be in a crawl space okay so he
0: said there was like a cutout like a man-made cutout on the stairs he said on the stairs but i'm assuming he means under the stairs yeah so maybe technically it's like an under the staircase room that wouldn't really be a crawl space but i mean still stairs are slanted and you'd have to crawl at some point so i don't know maybe maybe they kept an animal under there and it was an animal's pillow or maybe they were horrible people and had their eighth child stuck under the stairs.
1: Oh, equally as terrifying. Yeah. Mm.
0: Okay, last story. This is from cute girl 36 and it was posted three years ago. And it's titled, Do I Have a Poltergeist? Firstly, this is going to sound insane, so I am going to do my best to give you all the info in the most logical order. Here are the facts. Fact. My boyfriend and I are the only two people with keys to my house. Fact, I do not have company over, and no one knows my schedule but my boyfriend. Fact, my boyfriend is in no way involved in any of this. So, Monday evening, I had a bottle of wine winding down from an extremely tough day. This may or may not be important, but I am sure someone will ask. My daughter and I were the only people in the house. She asked if she could sleep next to me, and I said she could. We got into bed at 9.24 p.m., The time is specific because as we were laying there, we were watching a video on YouTube that was a music video to a song I would like to use in my wedding. I emailed the link to myself so I would not lose it, and and it was at 9.24 p.m.
1: I just got a weird feeling.
0: I plugged up my phone and went to sleep with her on my chest. At around 4.55 a.m., I suddenly woke up and felt panicked. I looked over to grab my phone, and it was gone. I looked for it beside the bed, and even the charger was missing. I tried calling from my house line, and it was going straight to voicemail, so I called my boyfriend from the house phone and told him I was not able to locate my phone and if he could call me to wake me up at 620. I went back to sleep and got up when he called. After he called, I had searched again for my phone with no luck. I decided to just go go on to work and worry about it later. When I arrived at work, I logged into my email, and at 1217 a.m., I had an email from Samsung. Here is the link to reset your password. What the fuck? Then at 12.20 a.m., you have a successfully reset your password. Oh. Immediately, I changed my password and started freaking out. Who had my phone? How did they get it? And what the hell is going on?
1: Oh, that is that is terrifying. Mm-hmm. That is scarier than a ghost.
0: Yeah. Um, It's almost because it doesn't naturally I wouldn't think ghost. I would right. think there is somebody in my fucking house. Yeah. And yeah. fuck that. If she set the phone right next to her and her sleeping daughter, fuck that. Oh. Mm-mm. I tracked my phone through Google Maps slash activities and saw this. My phone reached my house at 534 p.m. And it did not ever leave the house again. At 1213 a.m., someone or something logged onto my phone, clicked the clock, home, and then Samsung account, and that was it. I think that's really cool that she could track all of the activity. I don't think you can do that with iPhones. Or maybe you can. I just don't know about it. Anyway, cool. Guys, my phone is legit gone. My boyfriend and I searched every inch of my house. We even went through the laundry, the freezer, and the litter box. It and the charger, fucking weird, is gone. I can understand losing a phone, but a charger too? And I was in bed with it. No, myself or my daughter do not and have not ever sleptwalked. Now, for some backup information. I don't know if I'm losing my mind or what, but I don't sleep soundly through the night. I wake up to most everything and have terrifying nightmares where I am waking up but feel like someone has me trapped or someone is in my room. This is bad enough and I have to sleep with lights on so when this happens I am able to snap out of it quicker. Yesterday my Amazon Fire TV kept kicking on and it has never done this before. So I have analyzed things as much as my tiny brain will allow. It could be one of of these things. One, my boyfriend was jealous and hijacked my phone while I was asleep. Problem with that? He would have left with the phone, showing on Google Maps—he's not tech-savvy at all—and he would have looked at obvious apps like Facebook, Messenger, etc. Someone somehow broke into my home and stole it from next to me and my child while we were asleep. Problem with that, we called the police and they said there was no forced entry and my doors were locked when I got up. So the polite burglar walked by all of my other shit and went to the device sleep next to the sleeping person? My phone and charger slipped through a wormhole, or I have a poltergeist. Reddit, please help me. So I'm not
1: sure if that's a poltergeist. It seems like it, but I feel like there would be more activity.
0: Yeah, and it did happen kind of out of nowhere.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But when you said earlier about, like, phones being completely moved, I was like, oh, my story. Yeah. Oh, because it's completely gone.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm. That, that is strange, though. It's one, very strange. One thing about her provider, though, you know, she couldn't ping it. You know how, like, on iPhones, you can, it'll go ding, ding, you
0: know? Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, she couldn't track it after.
1: Oh, right, right.
0: She couldn't figure out where it went.
1: That's um, that's very strange. That is very
0: strange. But when she called it, it went to voicemail, so, like, maybe it was, like, dead, dead, and you can't track it if it's dead, that, dead. That's true. But I true. don't know. I don't know. It's bizarre. It's weird. But.
1: I'm I'm just trying to wrap my brain around that. That's...
0: Yeah, I... There's, like, no... I feel... We need more yeah. information. Right. Like, more happenstances or something.
1: Right, like, maybe she... Like, you know, she had a long day. So maybe, like, she... Um, she just thought that she
0: yeah Plugged but i mean she did say she was laying in bed on her phone with her daughter that's
1: true emailed
0: herself the link to that that youtube video yeah and then put the phone on the charger and set it next to the bed and then woke up and it was gone
1: mm.
0: Twelve thirteen. that's like like two and a half hours after she had gone to sleep and she said they don't sleep log i don't know
1: maybe she like transported to a different Parallel universe.
0: Oh my god, that goes to my my theory. She fucking died when she went to sleep. She, she died. died in that reality. She woke up in the next one. It was just a jump over. So the only slight difference is she didn't have her phone in that reality. The bitch is dead. <laughs> Figured it out. <laughs> no, the world ended. Shit, I don't know, but that's weird.
1: That is really weird.
0: Yeah. So um, we kind of we kind of read through our stuff pretty quickly. Do you have any stories you would like to
1: share? Um. Nothing as dramatic as yours. You and I have. You that no, your 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 experience was that that was intense.
0: I could talk more and more and more on that place. There's, there's, anyway.
1: Yeah. Um, you know, I, I've never you know like I've had some things moved back when I lived with my dad, uh-huh. uh, but it wasn't like dramatic and i also feel like it was possible that you know you know i'm a very forgetful person that i forgot where i left my keys yeah and, um but in that house i would hear like footsteps running up and down the hallways yeah yeah and you heard that too
0: yes but then we had the conversation about it being residual mm-hmm. and i i agree 100 yeah. percent that that's exactly what it is right
1: yeah Just, but it would every time at night mm-hmm. every every single night mm-hmm. i even talked to hayden about it or our little brother and same thing he yeah. said that he heard it too and it, it just sounded like boom,
0: boom, 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 it, boom, yeah it sounded like heavy footsteps walking up the hallway
1: yeah yeah just constant
0: you know i hear that here too do you yeah when i shut the door and i go to sleep now i always always chalk it up to the cats because a lot of times i'm sure it is the cats they go fucking bananas after the lights cut out at night right But there's, like, last night, I heard it when I went to sleep. And it sounds like somebody's walking back and forth, like, from y'all's room to, like, right outside the office. Oh. And it's weird. And it's like, is it footsteps? Is it the house settling? Or is it just the cats?
1: You know, I had an experience last night. Oh, did you? I did. And it was before uh, you were bathing Carson. Because Popo had gone to bed. And I'm sitting in my room watching, uh. Uh And I hear what sounds like Popo yelling. And it sounded like he, like, said my name. So I was like, that was weird. So I, like, tried watching my show, and I was like, no, I should probably go check on him. So I walk out of my room, and he's in bed, passed out. I, so I shut his door, and I, like, am, like, kind of looking through the rooms, and just a little freaked out. And I was like, you know what, I'm just going to go chill in the living room. And, you
0: know. Do you think he, like, said goodnight, James, as he was, like, going to his room?
1: It's possible, but it sounded more aggressive than the normal goodnight.
0: Also, does he ever say goodnight?
1: Not if I'm not there. Yeah.
0: That's weird.
1: It is weird. (laughs) Oh, oh, and I could share this on the podcast. I had an experience about a year ago, and I have a video to prove it. I am... Oh. Oh, it's so strange. I don't know what this sound is. So I am washing dishes or cooking or doing something i must have been washing dishes because i went and chilled in my room right after and i could still hear it um it sounded like it was coming from the walls like the outside of the walls mm-hmm. so i'm like washing dishes and i'm hearing this chinging sound ching ching. you know I'm, yeah i don't know why i'm like ex- making the noise i'm about to show you the video um but i eventually like go to my room and then I'm hearing it on a different wall, you know, because that wall is facing the south. This wall is facing the east. Yeah. We don't have wind chimes. No, we, don't we don't have trees around our house. Well, we have two, yeah, but in but the front yard, I'm on the yeah. I'm on the west side. Well, anyways, I'm just going to play the video for you now. Like what is that? I don't know. <laughs> I have never heard it. Our our washing machine doesn't make that noise. No. Our dryer doesn't make that noise. I had nothing in my room that made that noise at that time.
0: It's not a toy of Carson's. No. I don't know, dude. It sounds like like a magical cicada. Yes. Or as you call it, caseta. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I. I don't even want to say this because it sounds so silly. Because I don't know if I believe in them. But it sounds like very fairy-like. I agree. Or angelic. Yeah. Back then, I was in a much better state of mind. So it's possible that, like, like those vibrations, you know, I was matching a higher vibration poss- possibly, but...
0: You had an angel playing the harp for you, bitch. Don't you feel special?
1: At this time, this is around the time when I was seeing... Um,
0: the blue lights? The blue
1: lights in my room
0: weird so weird weird and it's weird because like the blue lights and that sound they don't sound like 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 like
1: malevolent yeah they don't
0: sound evil or scary um but i feel like the room that you're staying in should have pretty negative energy in it yeah not because of you but because of like years and years prior right well
1: I, I do my best to try to keep it under control i, I cleanse way more please. than please I, <laughs> I
0: know i know
1: <laughs> you know we might just have to save that for another episode
0: we'll just do like a little mini where we just tell all of our ghost stories yeah i think that'd be pretty cool so we're gonna go ahead and wrap this episode up but we have something pretty exciting to talk about
1: our fucking intro hello dude that is the coolest intro
0: i know i'm very proud of it and i haven't heard anything like it in any of the podcasts that i've listened to me neither and it's also home fucking made home fucking made so you did like the beats (laughs) and then well the the main bit of music was a was a something already pre-made right
1: I, I, i don't know it was something that um GarageBand actually had it was like a I guess something that you could use. Okay. Um, but I don't know. It, it fucking anyway, worked.
0: Yeah, it worked. James added some stuff to it, and then all those voices that you hear. That, that's us. Fucking authentic. Okay. Uh, that
1: scream in the beginning.
0: Yours truly. Yeah,
1: congratulations. Thank They're not you. congratulations. Round of applause. Thank that you. That was I'm, amazing. I'm
0: going to go to Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> right, but yeah.
1: Maybe we should start working for Fiverr.
0: What is Fiverr?
1: It's one of those things that you can like. Um, purchase intros and outros and
0: oh the cover arts.
1: Got you. Um oh also I really want to do a little sponsor thing here real quick or a little shout out. Um if y'all are looking for super cute what super are super smelly. Super smelly.
0: Freshies? Freshies. Like the car freshies.
1: Our our sister actually makes them uh, homemade.
0: Yeah, right? they're they're very cute. I have a cow in my car, and it's a uh, black and white, and it's got a little like red red bow on it, and like a little red like uh tag on the on its ear.
1: Yeah, the reason why I like them so much is because she, you know, does so many cool things to them. She has little tassels. She'll do bows, flowers.
0: She gets real creative with it. It's yeah. really cool. So um, if y'all are in the market for some car freshies or some some wax, like for your warmers. And so, I think she's, she's beginning to do, like, earrings and stuff.
1: Oh, sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can check those out at...
0: Spacey K and Co. On I know Facebook. She, yeah, on Facebook, Instagram, and then she's got an Etsy page, I believe. And I think she also has a TikTok. Oh, yeah. She does have a TikTok, okay. too. Okay.
1: Yeah, awesome. Definitely check her stuff out. Um, buy something. You know, it's a small business.
0: Support or S- sister.
1: Yes. Also, if you haven't already, go ahead and rate the show. It helps us a lot
0: like comment subscribe if
1: you don't like the show but you know someone who might recommend it send it to them um yeah we uh we
0: we just we need want and appreciate all of the support yes so until next time we'll see y'all later later bye